Hello, this is Mike from The Circle Room, and this is the podcast, Don't Want to Be Famous. Hey, thanks for joining me. Um, I've kind of just on a roll today. Welcome to November 17th, and we're just doing this. So anyways, um, as the title says, uh, today's uh, subject of the show is hiring slash getting hired. It's kind of like dating. Um, So anyways, uh, I've been doing a lot of hiring. So um, in my intro, I mentioned that uh, I, I work for a big corporation and, um, I just, the thoughts and opinions are my own. So I will not, uh, be representative of my company, uh, some baloney line like that. But anyways, um, so, uh, I, I kept thinking about this idea because I'm doing a lot of hiring. I'm a hiring manager right at the moment, and I'm doing a lot of hiring both in the United States and abroad in India. Um, and, and, and so there's lots of analogies in life. And this is one of the really interesting analogies. But hiring, getting hired is like dating. And so uh, first analogy. So, you know, your your mother or your boss kind of say, hey, it's time it's time to get something going, you know. And so, um, you know, you need to add some more to your clan. We'll call it that. And so it's like, okay, so the boss is like, hey, you need some more resources to go do some specific things. And, you know, your mother's like, I want to have grandkids. And so, you know, you you start like thinking about that. And so it's like everybody's like, hey, you need to make this happen like today and now. And you need the biggest and bettest, best and prettiest and sexiest and, you know, like mate possible. And so um, it's really like there's so many analogies and so many parallels to like hiring and dating and being hired and dating. It's just it's really funny. So I I, I just kept thinking about this and I really just want to talk about it. So uh, here we go. So first, like you're kind of in this dating scene or you're kind of in this hiring scene. And so like you go and think about like think about your Tinder profile and think about your resume. And so like first, like as a hiring manager, like your talent acquisition person is like, hey, like here's your here's your job description. And I think you should change this and change that because then you'll be more attractive to the type of mate slash, you know, employee that you want to hire. And so like that happens. And then like the people trying to get hired are like they have their friends critique their resume and being like, oh, like this is looks super attractive. Just like somebody goes and like critiques their like friends, like Tinder profiles. So, and, and, and full disclosure, I'm not one that's done a ton of dating, but I, I get it. And, but there's someone who's done a, more hiring than dating probably. Uh, it's really, it's like, there's so many parallels. It's pretty funny. So anyways, so the hiring manager has his job description that's out there. The the individual like is trying to look for their job. They've got their resume out there. And it's kind of like their uh, their profile. Like, hey, like this is how sexy I look. And this is like all the really cool things I did. My good degree from X and my, my community service from Y kind of thing. And so, uh, you know, hey, look, th- these are my previous relationships. You know, hey, I was in bed with uh, this really sexy person and that really sexy person. So that makes me look more attractive. So Anyways, uh, so then you like get into this weird situation where it's like, okay, so my analogy is, is directly to Tinder. Um, and I've seen my friend's Tinder, but not my own Tinder. But okay, so you kind of swipe. So as a hiring manager, you're going through these resumes, just like you go through Tinder. And and you just, you're like, hey, I'll swipe right, I'll swipe left. And like, hey, you're cool, you're not cool. And like, you don't even really truly know in a lot of cases. Like, you're just literally looking at the very superficial things that are like the picture and like the highlights of their life. Like, hey, I'm really into dogs and I have long hair and I love long walks on the beach. Or, hey, I went to Stanford and I have an MBA and I have 4,000 years of community service. And, you know, so it's like this really awkward, like, 
you know, swiping and just being very superficial about how you judge and like how you want to like match up your employee and match up your mate kind of thing. And so um, it really kind of fascinating in a lot of cases. And it's really interesting. Like, so when you look at like as a hiring manager and you look at company like applicants and you look at where their pedigrees from. So you kind of think like, uh, Hey, they were in bed with this crappy company or, Hey, they were in bed with this really good company. And so you kind of think like, Oh, wonder what kind of skills that they have. And, and I feel like there's a lot of that in the dating life and like picking up a mate is like, does that correlate? Like, you know, there's, I know there's scientific studies that says like, Hey, like a girl's more attracted to a guy if he did, if he dated like a, a super attractive girl. And so like it's similar to like dating or similar to like interviewing and just the fact that like you can have these like, Hey, you work for this really big prestigious company, but now you're interested in me. So, Hey, I'm really interested in you because you are like a super big company. So anyways, so you go through all this swiping and like, and then all of a sudden you like double match, right? Because you know, the, the employee looking for a job has submitted. And then like you look through all their resumes and then you like double submitted and like the super likes are like when they like super reach out hard and they have a connection within the company. And then like your boss comes in and says like, Hey, you need to interview this person because they super liked you or slash they know the vice president kind of thing. And, and so all of that happens. Right. And then you get to the point where there is like, let's meet for coffee slash let's meet for an interview. And so you get into these situations where it's like everybody's kind of nervous and it's kind of like super like laid out, at least in the interview perspective, it's super laid out. We need to ask these questions from the HR packet that said, give me a time when. And so anyways, like you, you go through all of this and it's really kind of like this, this dance of like, I'm going to pound my chest and so show how attractive I am to my mate. Um, and, and I feel like that happens in the, in, in the coffee date, but also like in the interview, because like you kind of have to show off yourself and like, and as one who is an introvert, self, self-proclaimed introvert that I've said many a times, like you, that's kind of challenging in some cases. So like for some people that can be really tough, like they might be the most awesomest mate ever, like awesomest spouse ever. Um, but like they might not be able to show themselves off like correctly. And like, that's a whole skill within itself. And like, I guess that's just kind of part of life. But anyways, um, so then you go through like this, this this conversation where you're at the the coffee date and you're like, give me a time when did you did you bang your you know your 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 girlfriend's like sister? Or like did you, you know, go behind your coworker's back? Or like, you know, hey, when were you a good team player? Or like when did you help your, you know, your partner out in a lot of cases? So it's like, and and sometimes there's like exaggerations, but like you're trying to tease out like some of the attributes that this individual has. Like it's, it's this really interesting, like, and you, and obviously everyone's nervous, you know, kind of thing. Um, but like, that's like the, the coffee date, like, let's go hang out and have coffee kind of thing. And then, and then there's like the, the dating side of things where it's like, Hey, yeah, we did the coffee date. That's cool. But like, let's bring you back for a second interview. And it's like second reviews kind of like, Hey, let's go out and party and like have a good time and get to know each other. And like a little bit more, um, not as formal in a lot of cases. And so it's just, it's really interesting. Um, like so many parallels, uh, when it comes to some of that stuff. So you guys all have a good time. Everybody's kind of in, and then you're like, you have this awkward conversation. That's like, Hey, I'm into you. Are you into me? And like, I'm kind of like, 
like, let's go steady, but also like, Hey, let's get a job. And then like, I need to offer you something like kind of like a dowry in some cases where, you know, Hey, I'm going to offer you, you know, $50,000 a year, $70,000 a year, $100,000 a year, you know? And it's like, and then it's like, well, okay. Like, so that's the really cool thing up front. Like you've got a really cool place that we could live in. Um, but like, what are the other things do you like, what other benefits do you have? Like, do you, you know, have a house in the Hamptons or like, do you have really good health benefits or do you have maternal leave? You know? And it's like, there's all these like goofy little parallels that are kind of interesting. So anyways, uh, and then like you're doing all of this while you're kind of in a relationship with somebody else in a lot of cases. So, you know, uh, maybe the hiring manager, you know, they're not going to leave anytime soon, but like somebody getting hired from another company, uh, they're in a relationship with somebody else and they're kind of looking at like, is the grass greener on the other side? And like, what's the dowry that they have? And what's that, you know, Hey, what kind of place do they have? And like, you know, like, Hey, I got to go break it off with this person. I got to give two weeks notice and then I'm going to go move in with this other person. So I, in this other company. So it's really interesting. And like all this happens, like you're kind of sneaking around behind each other's back, but then like you kind of also need to get your me needs met, you know, along the way and like explicitness coming up. But like, so there's health insurance and there's blowjobs. Like you, you know, like you want to like make sure that you have like your basic like physical needs being met. And like, there's health insurance to make sure that like in a giant corporation, your needs are being met. And then like, you know, in the dating relationship, it's like, Hey, you got to get laid every once in a while, you know? So like, there's all of that. And so it's like, you're kind of sneaking behind your other partners back. Like if you're that, if you're that individual, that's going to go and eventually like jump ship and like go move in with the other, the other, the other person, the other company kind of thing. But so then you commit, right? So like, let's say you're like peace, old person, old, old job, old spouse, old, whatever I'm out. Uh, I'm in with this new one. And then they're like, yeah, we accept this job offer. Like we're in, like, come on. And then like you move in together like that, like you move in with like the new, the new dating partner. And then you move in with a new company. Like it literally, you move into the same physical space. So then you're there. Right. And then you start banging it out. And like, in, in, so literally like you, you, you know, like what happens next? Like, okay. So you start banging and like you start really getting in the nitty gritty, like after the kind of like little two week holiday period of like showing up and hanging out kind of thing. And then do you like, what happens next? And it's like, do you knock it out of the park? And just like, Oh, the orgasms are unreal. Like the projects are getting done amazingly. Or like, do you kind of lose some of the magic along the way? Like there's this really interesting, like regret period or like really amazing, like awesomeness period. And then like, there's the whole like, Hey, I'm really into this relationship, but you're not so into this relationship. Like just like a hiring manager and just like an employee would be just like, 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 diff like partners would be like, it's so really interesting uh, to think about that. And then like, you know, so you're like there and like, you know, either you're doing really good or like you're both doing really good and you love it and you get promotions or like you think about the next step. And then like, you're like, oh, like, what do we do next? You know, kind of thing. And then, so like, there's some, these really interesting conversations about like, how hard do you commit? Like, so obviously if you're dating, then like, do you get married? Do you start having kids? And it's like, so if you get knocked up, that's like the same of getting like equity in the company at that point, because like, you're going to make a lifelong commitment with this person. Um, and so like, you can't just say, oh, give me take backs or like, peace, I'm out kind of thing. Like when you commit, like you're committing for decades, um, you know, you're having a kid easily 18 years, if not longer, should be longer. 
Um, and then, you know, like you give equity in a company and it's like, they're there forever. And like, if there's no stipulations in your contract, like they're going to be a part of this company forever kind of thing. And I'm assuming like small companies kind of thing in the conversation, but like, there's so many correlations. And then, so you got to really make sure that like, you went from this like dating to like this, like we're serious kind of thing to then like, we're sleeping together. Uh, you're a full-time employee. You've gotten past the 90 day probation. And then it's like, so then you're in this relationship. And then like, sometimes it kind of like it peters just like employees do. And like, they lose motivation some years, some months, some weeks, whatever. And then they have some awesome times and they have these awesome experiences. And, uh, so much of it is dependent on like what's going on around them in a lot of cases. And so I think that's really interesting, but so like, let's just think about in the opposite of like hiring slash getting hired, what about like breaking it off? Like, so if you have kids or you have equity, like it gets super messy, like finances, uh, you know, financial commitment, uh, contractually slash childcare support, you know, um, like then all of a sudden, like you're in this like really interesting, like conundrum. So like, if you don't really commit that hard, then you can kind of knock it off and kind of break it off and say, all right, we're going to go our separate ways and life is life, you know, kind of thing. We'll move on to the next person. But like, if you give equity or you get knocked up or if you have a kid, then like next thing you know, like it gets kind of messy for a little while, you know, just like work. So, um, and then also like, there's a really interesting, um, um, like situation that I've seen a lot recently where, uh, folks have been, they're in a committed relationship for 30 years and then they get to like that 60, 50, 60 year old time frame, And then they say, Hey, we're going to knock it off. And like at work, it can be very challenging because there's literally laws that say you can't just go fire somebody who's been in, a, in this committed relationship of employment for 30 years. And they're like greater than X amount of years old. You can't just fire them for the sake of firing them and go find like the new hot one. Uh, that's a lot younger. Uh, so you can't just do that. Like that's illegal in some cases. And like, but then also you see these people like in actual marriages that like are later in life and try to do that and then fall into a whole bunch of traps along the way. Uh, so yeah. So you just hope that like both parties can like date and then become seriously involved and like be okay with each other for like a long period of time. And then like, just get to retirement, make it easy. Or like, I don't know, freelance along the way. I don't know what the analogy is there. But um, anyways, I, I think about like, so as one who's been doing a ton of hiring recently for a ton of different positions uh, within my organization, like how could you do this better? Like how can you have this relationship better? You know, like how can you how can you develop all this better? And, and I'd also be curious to understand like what your experiences are. Like what other like random analogies that you have about you know, getting laid and getting hired, like how can you fit them together? So I think it's pretty funny. So anyways, um, again, this is Mike from the circle room and, uh, those are my thoughts and, uh, clearly not correlated with my employer whatsoever in the least, but, uh, um, yeah, thanks for coming to the podcast. Uh, don't want to be famous and, uh, I'm just going to publish it and throw it out there. So, uh, I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Love, love to hear feedback and thanks for living, listening. Have a great day. Um, enjoy yourself and, uh, have fun out there. Cheers. Mm -hmm.